Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. Welcome back, man. Another great episode of the Man and Man Pod. Yours truly, Darius Butler, one half of the Man and Man Pod. We got my co-host, Antoine Bethe. What it do? And we got a very, very special guest joining us today, Miami Dolphins own. I picked for the defensive player of the year this year. Held it down for the DBs once again. Xavier Howard, man. Thank you for joining us. Man, thank you guys, man. No problem, no problem, man. Appreciate you, man. How you yeah. how you feeling, so, man? man? I'm feeling great, man. I came out healthy. This is my second year playing 16 games. It's been a little long journey with injuries, though. But yeah, I made it my second year being playing 16 games. So that I'm proud of myself on that one. Yeah. That's always a blessing, man. That was one of the first things I asked you. Did you come out clean? Never yeah. you played one of them seasons, man. It's tough. A lot of cats gotta have surgery, fresh out, gotta go through certain things. When you come out 16 straight, that's a blessing, man. You ball too, man. Ball, wire to wire. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, let's um true. Let's just jump into it. Definitely uh pick back off what D Buzz said, man. Definitely uh had a hell of a season, man. And being able to come out, you know, injury free is 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 the most important. But let's talk about your journey, man. Um from Texas, you know what I mean. When was that time where you was like, you know, this is this is what I like to do as far as playing ball? And uh, growing up, you played any other sports? Yeah, I played basketball and ran track. But um, the crazy part, I was playing literally uh, football, and I just ended up stopped playing for like I ended up falling in love with basketball, so I stopped playing football probably my third grade year, and I ain't started back playing until like I say like seventh grade. I was just in love with basketball during that time, and I just ended up playing basketball and football when I got to um, high school. Ended up going back out there my sophomore year, and it was from there it, it was that. And, you know, I ended up was playing quarterback a little bit. I ended up playing cornerback my probably my last my senior year because I was playing both sides. I had a, went to a little small high school, but it was known for basketball. So football, they wouldn't even worry about that. So we was playing both sides. Mm-hmm. Then. Um, so- What'd you say? No, nah, go ahead, go ahead. So then when I got to college, I ended up picking Baylor. Um, I was a late qualifier, so I ended up having like two colleges to pick from. It was Baylor and Texas. I ended up picking Baylor because of RG3 during that time. Then I mm-hmm. played. So I thought I was going to be a quarterback at Baylor, but that ain't happened. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I ended up playing a little cornerback and just really, just really learning how to play cornerback um, my, um, my red shirt freshman year. And it was from there, I just got better, I say. So going back to your high school, Wheatley High School, right? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm sure you know another great that was there who won who who won the defensive player of the year already in the NFL, uh, Lester Hayes. Yeah, Lester Hayes, man. <laughs> so that that that's crazy to have that lineage because I went to a high school which was pretty um you know pretty new. I was the first um Division One athlete actually from the high school. Played quarterback too. Thought I was gonna be a hooper too. Who, who was the guy you looked up to hooping, man? Uh, hooping, man. Um. You know, everybody say, everybody say LeBron James, man. You know, I was kind of different. I liked it. Um, I like Camelo Anthony also, but um, mm-hmm. James yes. on that time. Melo instant bucket. Yeah, Fact. <laughs> easy Fact. buckets. Easy bucket. But anyway, yeah. So um, so you get the Baylor, man. What was that transition like? Obviously, you know, learning new position. I played against RG three. I want to say his freshman year. When he was really kind of really just coming onto the scene, he was known as the Olympian the track. Y'all, one thing I knew about Baylor, y'all had speed, boy. Yeah, this um right, all type of cats. So what was that transition like? Um, the transition was 
it was it was I say it was interesting because um you know I was coming in you know when you come in as a, a freshman you think you about to start and do all this and do I'll that real so when I came in I knew it was gonna be hard for me because it was my first time really just playing cornerback I ain't really just developed that that skill yet just to play cornerback I was used to playing quarterback or playing receiver so um that transition was hard because I had guys in front of me because I ain't start playing until my red shirt sophomore year it mm -hmm. um. I ended up playing probably two years after that, and I, and I entered the draft though. But the transition it was it was crazy though. It, like you said, you know Baylor was known for speed, so you know just going against. Um, I wasn't there with Kendall Wright, but going against Terrence Williams, um, Corey Coleman, KD Candy, and um, a guy named Anton Gulley. It was fast guys, so you know they got me better, and we got each other better. Now that's what's up, man. So <clears throat> obviously, like you said, in in high school you played majority quarterback, uh, receiver, like. <clears throat> who uh who 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 idea was it for you to you know what I mean transition the corner? Obviously that receiver uh aspect, having good hands, good ball skills, um, it's just paying dividends now. But um I'm pretty sure, like you said, going going into college, your mindset might have like you said, was on quarterback, uh might have been on offensive offensive side of the ball. So who uh who idea was it for you to you just to change the corner? Man, my um I got a coach named Coach Lewis, bro. He just um he just was out here, man. He the realest coach I ever man. Go <laughs> and like he was one of them coaches. So he was just like, bro. First he crushed my basketball dreams. He said, bro, you five. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody had that same story that come on here. Fact, that's the fact. <laughs> crushed my basketball dreams. Then he crushed my um, quarterback dreams. He's like, bro, you're gonna be going to SWAT school or something like that, playing quarterback. Not about to go. But playing quarterback, so you know when he just when he did that, you know, um, and gave me the move to defense because he he had a little story because he was telling me about he had um I forgot the cornerback um he played for Green Bay thirty one um last Al night. Harris Al, Al Harris yeah mm -hmm. so he played with Al Harris and um at Kilgore um Division two and he was like man he was like bro I'm I'm faster than um Al Harris. And I moved better than stuff like that. But Al Harris was 6'2", and he was a big corner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With that, he was like, man, you could sit as a big corner. So when he was like, bro, I knew I had everything uh, to beat him out, but I just can't beat him out because he was a long corner, and that's something you can't teach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when he, he ended up telling me that story, and I ended up just moving the cornerback because I also had a cornerback, uh, William Jackson, from the Bengals. We both was at the same high school. But he was playing cornerback. Oh, yeah, that's what's up. He, he nice, too. Yeah, he played cornerback before me. So, you know, just mm -hmm. seeing him and stuff like that, you know, um, and we could just compete against each other and just playing. You know, um, it's been great. You know, uh, we was the only two corners that come out that went to D1 out of Wheatley High School. So it was history. Wow. After. That's what's up. Hell, yeah. So what, what was that? That was your high school coach? Yeah, my high school coach. Yeah, man. Them, them high school coaches be clutch, man. It be key. I, <laughs> they be ahead, they, they be knowing it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Cause shit, I, like, hey, cause I had a, a, a same high school coach. Uh, he was my history teacher. Know a lot. I love ball. Hey, bro, ain't too many five nine five ten <laughs> ball players in, and, and and if it is, they dropping forty a night in high right. school, and I, and I won't nowhere near that. So mm -hmm. he about to, to focus on that ball. Yeah. on that football but now nah, that, that's real though we need uh we need people like that you know what i mean that's that's able to give us some uh, some honest um honest opinions regardless of how it's gonna make us feel 
and um, have our best interests at hand. So we definitely got to salute those those people in our lives. For sure. Already, man. I love it that y'all still in still in contact. I'm still in contact with my guy. He was a high school coach and uh, he was a security guard too at the time. But he went on. He actually coached my little brother at Akron too. But um, yeah. yeah. So uh, you say you waited till your red shirt sophomore year to play. Now for for a lot of people, I know that's that's a long time. I my red shirt freshman, I felt like that was forever. So once you got on that field, like at what point did you know? All right, like this league shit. Like I'm good. I'm ready for this. Um, well, for the um college or for um, yeah, I'm saying once you once you when did you really start to know? Okay, I, I, like I'm I'm ready. I can make that jump to the league. I'm feeling myself on this college level. I'm dominant. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like when did you? I guess really have that. I feel like we always got something that clicks where it's like all right, like I, I know what time it is. Yeah. Um. I say um when I came in um I came in the game probably my red shirt freshman year. I say, and I end up catching an interception against a team um Buffalo. That's when they mm-hmm. had doing that time they was they was they was nice they came down in players and i had an older guy in front of me so in my head i'm like bro I'm, i did better than old guy they end up mm-hmm. playing better than him but they end up um he bring them back in you know as a senior and stuff like that and i guess they just want me to just take his position like that because you know he had a dream to go to the nfl also though. but mm-hmm. my i say my sophomore year um i end up um that was really beginning of my season of just really just like damn i can play in the, i can play in the, um in the college level right now and i'm doing this mm-hmm. so then my red shirt junior year i had um i had five interceptions i'm like bro they not about to throw the ball no more next year this stuff will get easy i'm like man, I'm about to go ahead burn out even though um baylor wasn't known for cornerbacks coming out that was known for receivers going first round and stuff like that yeah yeah and um I ended up turning my grade in to see where I was at. You know, uh, they told me I was going going to go fifth round, and I just had a gut feeling, and I just had a mindset. I'm like, man, I'm gonna get it out the mud, no no matter what round I go. And I ended up going second round, and you know, it was from there. You know, I just like, bro, just trust your gut feeling, just believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shoot, man, you um talk about going second round. Like, how was that? pre-draft process for you you know um obviously you say you 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 asked to see what your grade was you got a fifth round grade um how was it leading up to the to the draft for you you know obviously you was hearing different things um was it a situation like you was like man fuck it and I'm gonna I'm do me um or did you have when you did uh get that fifth ground fifth ground grade was it any time during that time you was like you know what I'm gonna go back to school but you know, you know, AB, when you when you send in and get that paperwork though, they always send you a grade like a round or two later than you gonna go to no. try to you know they, they try to keep people in school. I did the same thing. They told me the same thing. So and I actually went back, scared yeah. my ass. But uh, <laughs> so it came out. So yeah, that's how the college do, man. Like they don't mm-hmm. even, because man, shit, you bringing money to that university, so they gonna try to do whatever to keep you there. Yeah, yep. I, I had a mindset. I'm like, man. Shit, I made it this far, you know. I come from, I come from the hood, so I'm like, man, mm-hmm. every I bet it on myself, I always win. So I, with they having that mindset, I'm like, man, if I end up declaring, I can't look back. So this is the only choice. It went yeah. up B or nothing. This this plan A, this this gotta work. And I'm gonna make it. So with that whole process, man, I just was enjoying it, even though, man, mentally and physically, man, that 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 whole process, man, it gets you. Yeah, yeah. Um, with just traveling team to team, um, just everything, man. And my coaches always tell me, man, just enjoy the process. Everybody ain't got this opportunity to go 
go through this, um, go through this. And, you know, I just enjoyed that. And, you know, I just kept a strong mindset, man. Like, no matter what, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a get it out the mud. Mm -hmm. I respect it. Yeah. So what, what teams going into that draft? You know, that draft is, is nerve wracking, man. What teams did you feel like you was going to end up with? And then how did it all play out on draft day? Man, um, I had a I had a good little bump. I thought I was going to go to the Steelers, man. Mm -hmm. It was dope, bro. Um, it was on um, draft night, you know. Um, I think it was the Steelers or the uh, Kansas City. I think it was number 25. Because my agent ended up telling me, he was like, um, you probably go late first round, early second round. Mm -hmm. So you know everybody got that dream want to go first. That, that's that's the goal. Right yeah. Um, it didn't happen though. But um, when I seen teams like I seen um, I think I was the sixth cornerback taken that night. Um, mm -hmm. that, day, that day. Um, so you know I had the guys go in front of me. Um, Jalen, um, Eli. I think it was Eli. Then it was um, Hardgrave. Then mm -hmm. it was William Jackson, my buddy. And then then it was um, Audie Burns. Yeah, so, okay. I seen the Steelers, because Will was like, he going to go to the Steelers. So, the Steelers about to get him. But I think uh, the Bengals had to pick before them. Mm-hmm. Uh, picking them up. And the Steelers end up getting Artie Byrne. So, I'm like, okay, they got him. So, I'm like, man, well, I'm about to go to Kansas City. That Kansas City moved back. I say, oh, hell no. So, <laughs> so I think I, I think it was... When I seen that, I forgot who else was on there. I think it was the Cleveland. I think mm -hmm. probably the last one. And you know, they didn't make that move. So the next day, um, uh, for round two, already bro. Uh, round two, um, I got up that morning. I ended up working out with Footwork King that morning to get a lesson. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I'm about, okay. to, about to go work. And I was like, I'm gonna go work and I'm gonna watch uh, the draft later. So I ended up uh, watching the draft later. I seen um. Titans. I remember Titans ain't like me because they say I ain't like the tackle. So <laughs> I, I knew the Titans weren't gonna get me. They had like three rounds in the second round. So I think they end up picking um a door. Door Jackson. Opinion? No, no, I was no. sixteen. I think Door was seventeen. I think okay. it was a D a D a DN from Clemson. They end up picking mm -hmm. him. Okay. Odds or something like that. So I'm like, okay, they about to get me probably forty two or something like that. Then I end up seeing Miami. Miami end up calling me. 38 pick. That was when I had to uh, wait for the 38 pick. So they end up calling me. My whole my whole draft experience at the Dolphins. I, I, <coughs> bro, the, so soon I came off the plane. I think I had went to Tampa. Then I had went to Miami. So soon I got the plane. I was already tired. Mm -hmm. I came to Miami. I'm like, man, I, I want to take my at home. I'm done with these these flying. <laughs> yeah. Soon I got off, I talked to the coach. The coach like, like he felt like I ain't want to be there. So mm -hmm. He already damn near cussing me out type shit. I'm like, bro, the hell? <laughs> you like, so you like, I know the Dolphins ain't gonna draft me. Right. Cuss me out, somebody, um, oh, we got to go meet some guys and stuff like that, just talking and shit like that. I'm like, bro, yeah. Then I told my age, I'm like, bro, that fucking Miami trip bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they called me that day and they was like, I heard you in like I um I visit. I say no, nah, I love y'all visit. <laughs> but they me talking about working them on Miami and stuff like that. We are gonna select you in the draft, and you know um that was a team that um believed in me, man. And, um yeah, mm -hmm. they with the Dolphins, so that's a blessing, bro. 
No, for sure. For sure. Always a blessing. Able to get that phone call. I don't care what yeah, round yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Just getting that opportunity and that chance, man, to, uh, to one, live out a, a childhood dream. But then for two, like you said, coming from where you come from, man, being able to make a powerful impact, not only in your family, but in your community as well. So, um, shit, salute to that, as always. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. That's big, that's big time right there. So you get, you get there. And uh, is it is it everything you thought it was gonna be as far as the NFL, as far as playing and meetings, uh, locker room? How was that shit? <laughs> that transition? Uh, it, it was, you know, I feel like when you're in college, you thinking of the league, like man, they about to be this, you about to have this and have that. Man, soon I got there, I'm like, bro, this straight business. Grown man's the motherfucker. Yeah. Uh-huh. Soon I came in, I had um. That was my first time uh, meeting Byron Maxwell. You know, I was watching him in college and stuff like that. So it was the first time I meet him. But uh, it was one guy that that stuck with me that I was like, damn, it was Cam Wake. Uh-huh. Yeah. My first time there, shit, I'm doing training camp. He didn't say nothing to me until I made a play. When I called him, <laughs> that's the only time he said something to me. And I was like, I bet, because I was trying to, you know, you coming in, you trying to get the respect from the OGs that been there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when I got respect from him, you know, that I think that ended up boosting up my uh, confidence then. So I end up, that's when I start, um, I ended up finished, well, I finished training camp. I had got injured um, on the play. Um, I had two of my lateral meniscus mm-hmm. break Ooh. before you get the little month off before you had to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, this is my first time having a little money in my pocket. I'm about to go back to Houston, a little month, chill, vibe, and do stuff like that. That was cut short due to the injuries, bro. I'm in. I'm at the facility. Straight oh, treatment all day. Doing treatment, and um, man, I always told Rashad Jones because it was his first time coming back because he was trying to hold out a little bit. So he he came back, and we was on the fade ball with Devontae Parker. So mm-hmm. I was playing on the ball. He came and undercut me, and that was my first time being injured from there. Mm-hmm. And um, and I end up um rehabbing and stuff like that probably played i played in uh, i think the fourth preseason game um to see where i was at and you know i ended up starting the first five games mm-hmm. and um i ended up starting the first five games end up um tearing my lateral meniscus again on the same knee at practice on a on a one-on-one jump ball with um, fields yeah so then my first game coming back was the b marshall game mm-hmm yeah, he commented on he commented on your post yesterday. I definitely yeah. want to talk about that. That, yeah, yeah, man, that was 2016. So the team was rolling and stuff like that. You know, um, Byron Maxwell and uh, Tony Lip, man, they playing well and stuff like that. So my mindset coming in, I'm like, damn, I don't want to mess nothing up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, shit, I'm this my second injury. I played in the first five games, but I feel like I ain't really just developed that because it was it was so early and it was. When really much I was feel like I was doing to help the team win though. Yeah. My mindset coming in, you know, the first time when they played um um B Marshall, he had um he had a flag in his pocket during the game, bro. And it's like he was really like taunting on um, Byron Maxwell, like every time he'll hold him or something like that, he'll throw the flag on some shit. I'm like, what he doing? <laughs> so bro, that whole that whole game was like crazy though, bro. Then so we ended up playing them in um in New Jer- New York. So um, we playing them in Byron Maxwell. They ended up getting hurt. 
my whole mind, I wouldn't even think about playing because I'm like, bro, I just came off an injury. Um, you know, they playing well, and I'm like, shit, they. I wouldn't expect them to play that game. I'm like, mm -hmm. little reps, but I end up playing like damn near three quarters. So you know, coming in that mindset, I knew they're gonna try me. Mm-hmm. Off the rip. Yeah, off the rip. Then I was on B Marshall, so I'm like, okay, this big ass dude, strong, this and that. Then he was coming off 15 yard season too. And he and he was snapping. And mm -hmm. he had my uh, my college quarterback, um, Bryce Petty. So I'm like, I already know they about to try me, dog. Yeah. yeah. So soon I come in, um, um, you know, he do his little um his little pull through and um, pull through, yeah. <laughs> That pulled through crazy. Um, he did his little pull through, and uh, I think he had did like a little comeback. I ended up breaking the ball, so I'm like, okay, I'm out here now. I ain't got no. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. They tried me probably two times on the fade. He did his pull through <laughs> again. I think it was the um, I think the ball was uh, short. I don't, I don't think it was short. I think it was um. I ended up making a play on the, on the ball though. I ended up mm -hmm. down there. Got a PBU. So they was. Third time they tried me on the fade. He did his pull through, and um, you know the um the ball was short, and I ended up just smacking the ball down. You know the prop, the on um, the sideline was excited and everything. We over here. That's I'm gaining my confidence. I'm like, bro, I came off an injury and came back. I'm feeling myself like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have making play. Beat Marsh locking this shit up. Let's go. It, it <laughs> legend, man. I'm like, oh, I'm like this. This my time to shine. Because, you know, when you're a young boy and you play against talent like that, you know, mm -hmm. you on well because, you know, they're going to boost your ego and they're going to get you, like, ready for the league. And it's like, I'm trying to name off B. Marshall. Just mm -hmm. now, like, young guys play against me, they're going to try to make a name off me also. For sure. So, you know, just having that mindset and, like, man, that helped me out a little, uh, helped me out just coming into just gaining my confidence. I sure I ask you. Um, <clears throat> we always ask, you know, cats, you know, come on the show. Like, what was that moment when you got to the league? Like that rookie year moment. Like, welcome to the welcome to the league moment. Like, you know, regardless if it was good or it was bad. But um, what was that moment for you? Like, oh shit! Like, this, it's real out here, bro. My welcome to the league moment. The next game we played Buffalo. I had Sammy Watkins. Mm hmm. And I'm like, you know, he we we playing the Buffalo. It's cold as hell. Um, he had turf shoes on, bro. <laughs> hell is this with turf shoes? On, that feels was out there frozen, probably. Yeah, and turf shoes be looking like boots out there. Yeah, Cadillac. Snapping, working my like I had my best form against B. Marshall, but the next game I'm like, God damn, I ain't performing well at all. Yeah, mm -hmm. he got the best of me, and you know, I always remember that. Just um, you know. That welcome to the lead. I'm like, God damn! Like he been physical and he fast as hell too. So that was something you know that give a lot of receivers, uh, a lot of cornerbacks a hard time, especially they physical and fast. Yeah, run some routes. So you know that was my welcome to the lead. And you know, just having that mindset, like every time somebody feel like got the best of them, you know, next next time I see him, it's up there. Mm. Got to get, got to get him, got to get that get back. <laughs> that's, the, I mean, that's the realest thing about being in the league. Really, is just that you know consistency. It ain't like college. Like college, you may see, you know, two or three dogs that's really like that throughout the year. But in the league, like you said, it's B. Marsh, it's Sammy Watkins, it's somebody else, it's somebody else. It's a quarterback. You know, every week, week in, week out. So, um, um, a lot of young cats that I talk to, 
really coming in really don't know how to um prepare for that you told me you mentioned uh footwork king work with football king in the off season what was like your um your off seasons like you know getting to after you went through that rookie year now going into your second year your third fourth fifth year how what was those off off seasons like for you um i end up um you know i was working with footwork king also but i end up staying out here because um you know i was damn at the every season damn we got a get it get uh get some fixed so you know yeah um, i stayed out here and started working with uh chad wilson um mm -hmm. yeah db i hear all eyes db you know yeah that's my former teammate pops quincy pops yeah yeah he know he's smart dude man mm -hmm. then he played cornerback also so just um learning from him and just again just picking his brain i feel like that's when i came off my 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 third year when i had a uh, pro bowl year working with him but I say my second year, you know, you in a lead and you thinking, um, doing drills every day, this and that. I I ain't know the, how to recover during that time. You know, I'm fuck. I'm going all out after the season. I take, mm -hmm. a, I'm going back doing drills, cutting and this and that. But that wasn't really smart what to do because shit, we playing six months, we cutting and doing this and doing that. That's yeah. my body. So you know, I yeah. just learn how to recover. I say my 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 fourth year i say that's when i end up um my fourth year when i end up getting paid i end up having a um i think i had um yeah i had a um, lot of meniscus mm -hmm. um my um i knew it was a lingering injury but you know i just ain't want to put that right after i got paid then be like damn he got to get surgery he ain't even perform after that yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but sure like who was that um that OG in the locker room, man, that you kind of looked up to or came up to you, put their arm around you and kind of showed you the ropes and showed you the way? Rashard Jones, man. Um, you know, he he taught me the business side of it. And he taught me, man, he used to always tell me, he was like, bro, man, go get the ball. And he and that's one thing he preached to me. Like, bro, you in position, just make a play on the ball. Because during the time, you know, I, I'm in position, but I wasn't making a play on the ball. Mm -hmm. But when I got that mindset and just started making plays on the ball, I just I gained that confidence. And just kept doing it from there, and um, you know he taught me the business side of it also because it's both sides of in the NFL. You know you got to see. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a big big part of it. And before we move on, got to shout out Adam too. Adam told me you one of the complete athletes down there, System Eight. Be working with him. I know he be big on the recovery and shit like that. So uh, shout out to Adam too. But um, going to get that ball. Talking about getting that ball. So your first Pro Bowl year, I think you tied uh, tied the league uh, league lead with interceptions with seven, I believe. Then obviously you led the league this year with ten. First 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 corner to crack that ten piece since uh, since Crow. Yeah. Um, did you know? Did you know that that was a, a milestone out there that hadn't been hit for a while? And what was your, I guess, your th thought process week in week out? Because it felt like I think it was a five six week stretch where you had one like every week. What, what was that like? Uh, my mindset um, with that man, I had I had ended up writing goals on the wall though. Mm -hmm. So you know, that was on my mirror. That um, ten interception, like my I say my third year when I end up um, tying the league with seven. You know, I end up playing in like twelve games. I end up missing the last four games because of the knee surgery I had. Mm -hmm. So you know, you know, I feel like I left a lot of stuff on the field. I, I feel like I could have end up getting a lot of interceptions than I did. Finish the league with seven. You know, the next year, you know, I put them goals on the mirror and I, I made them bigger. And you know, and I bid. I was more 
like this is what I really want to do. Study just saying I want to do this and do that. I end mm -hmm. up first team all pro, uh, defense player of the year, uh, 10 interceptions. I was being more precise about it, like really just. Yeah. I wouldn't think I wasn't thinking it was the goal was gonna be. I feel like if you you set you set a limit to yourself, I say if you put the goals like stuff you can reach, that's mm -hmm. easy. But I end up raising a bar and I end up accomplishing some of the stuff right now. You know, I'm just checking off the list now. You mm -hmm. know, interception, man, you know how defense is, man. They 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 force the ball my way. So, you know, people's like, man, why they throwing the ball his way? And he yeah. got this many interceptions. Shit, um, they forced the ball my way, and you know, I just made a play on the ball. Man, talk about that zone though. Shit, because I know I was in AZ, it had me like a stretch. <clears throat> it was like three games in a row where I got a pick. <laughs> so, you know, that fourth game, I'm like, shit, I know it's coming. Like, you know what I mean? Pause. I'm like, you know, you get in that zone, like every time you walk out there, it's like, yo, I okay, know cool. I know I'm gonna walk away with one this game. You know what I mean? So right. for you to for you to have 10, I think it was one point we was um we was on the show and I came on the show. I was like, yeah, like um Xavier Howard got like like four or five. And D but like shit. He got like seven. And that was just like a in, in a week span. So just talk about like that zone. Like you had you probably got like five picks at this time, six picks. Just talk about how you feeling when you're going into the game. Like, yo, I know I, I know another one is coming, or you know what I mean? Just talk to tell the listeners, man, how how it feel when you in that zone. Man, when you're in that zone, man, it's you know, I feel like I didn't. If I feel, I feel like if I didn't get an interception that game, I feel like I didn't have a good game. Mm -hmm. So being in that zone and just like, man, I don't care if do do this or do that. I'm going for that ball. That's mainly my body. <laughs> you know, you gonna get beat in the league, but I'm like, if you, if you worry about getting beat, man, you can't make a play on the ball. You know, just right. having that talent just to. Look back in front of the ball because a lot of cornerbacks can't just look back in front of the ball and they end up panicking. Yeah, and, that, and I pride myself on because I'm like, bro, I play receiver, so I'm not gonna panic. I can find the ball. I got some good ball skills, so and I just I just say just turn around and just find the ball, even though it might sound like a little numb, like not much, like it's easy to do. It's really hard to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is, and especially working with even young corner. And that's good that you had that experience. Not only that receiver experience, I think basketball helped yeah. a lot of corner. The, the best corners I know, almost all of them got basketball experience. And so I don't know what it, whether it's the footwork or being comfortable finding and tracking and locating that ball. But um, you definitely do that at, at the highest level right now. Um, so uh, it's, a, it's always talk about, and we've been talking about um, – uh, Carson Wentz, for instance, Carson Wentz, you know, a guy get drafted at the quarterback position to, you know, that's kind of like we spoke about the business side. That kind of like the writing on the wall a lot of times. So this offseason, the Dolphins went and paid uh, Byron Jones, you know, my UConn guy. They went and drafted a corner in the first round. And I know for some guys, you look at A-Rod, they drafted a quarterback in the first round. He turned up and had an MVP season. I look at your situation, it's like, shit, you turned up and had pretty much a defensive MVP season. What's that mindset like? Um, especially, you know, being a year five already paid, but now you got these other guys get paid and get drafted your position. Did that have any effect on your mindset or you, you know, you locked in the zone? For sure it did. Um, you know, I had, um, the big surgery, um, coming off of that big surgery. Um, you know, the business side of, you know, they got to bring somebody in that's reliable mm -hmm. just in case my knee don't hold up. They got to have, they draft the first round also. 
Yep. So I feel like it was um, a slap in the face. You know, I feel like that added fuel to the fire. You know, it just made me go harder. But mm-hmm. on the time, my mindset was like, bro, like I said, I'm going to get it out the mud, my back against the wall. Every time, I, every time I bet on myself, I do, I perform and do something well. So, you know, I wasn't really tripping on it. Yeah. Like, man, that, that's added fuel to the fire, you know, and I did what I did. You know, each weekend and week out, I'm like, man, I'm going to make them pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Double. <laughs> Double, right. I, I, I like that, though, man. It's different cats that's built different. For some guys, you know, it happening and they're going to crumble. But um, if you really know and you better yourself, you know that cream cream always gonna rise to the top. So um, I, I I love to watch that shit. You know, watching it from the sideline because I know the business side of it and what goes on. Twan, you know, as yeah. you get up, you start watching that draft different. You watch free agency different. So it's like, oh, all right, that's a bet. I know yeah. throughout my career, I've seen a bunch of cats drafted or signed to kind of take my role or take my position. But yeah, I love that shit. That's we love that shit on this show. <laughs> yeah, and I and they try to replace you. You know, you you know they they getting younger and younger. Big. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, you got to stick to your plan. What you believe in, your what you believe in, and, and count on yourself. Though you know, um, you know, even though it's a business side of you know, you just got to do what you got to take your time while you're here. You got to perform well. You got to do do your job. Yeah, yeah, got I like to. I like that mantra though. Betting yourself, that don't sound familiar. <laughs> you know <what laughs> That's I mean? good. That's my yeah. dog. <laughs> but now I'm I'm gonna send you something though. Um, off air, man. I'm gonna get your address. I wrote a book, uh, betting yourself, man. I'm gonna send that to you. Um. <laughs> But definitely, definitely, I love that mantra, man. So <clears throat> we kind of talked about it earlier. I think DB mentioned it, man. Um, we kind of gave out our awards earlier as far as regular season, um, regular season awards, and we both got you at the, as the defensive MVP. Um, now, how do you feel? Um, do you think you're deserving of that? Um, you think it's going to be a, a tough sliding just because a lot of times you do see these, um, the, the rushes, uh, typically get it last year you know um gilmore was able to win the award but how you feel you in a um, good position as far as winning this award you know i feel like you know you you know you, the lead man you got the politics side of it too so you know i feel like man just just coming off my injury and just having a year like i had and i feel like i feel like i had a better year than gilmore had last year so with him mm-hmm. you know my mindset i'm like shit, i got it yeah pj watts over here 15 sacks, you know, he, he doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you always got Aaron Donald, you know, he the LeBron James of football, I say, you know, people, he 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 always winning awards, so it's nothing new. It's like, what 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 else can he do? Yeah. You know, with that, with just knowing all that on the table, you know, the politics side of it, I think I deserve it, though. But, you know, I'm also in Miami also, you know, everybody don't know about Miami. Um, So you got to, I feel like, we get over big football market mm-hmm. like you get overlooked out here in Miami because it's not a big football market like that you know mm-hmm. do something crazy to get recognized so yeah so you did something crazy picks as you do something crazy but if I just had like a three four you know some guy do three and four probably have one pick you know they get all the recognition and stuff like that because they on the yeah. big market you know like I said man um you gotta do something crazy to to do it. So, you know, with that, with that, all that on the table, man, I feel like I deserve it. And I feel like I worked hard, and I put a hell of a season up this year. Nah, you definitely did. I try to tell people how hard it is to get ten picks. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about it like a. Say it again. 
I feel like getting picks harder than getting sex, man. Yeah, yeah, hell, you, hell yeah. No, no question. Because you rushing yeah. it, you rushing it every time it's a pass play. You rushing the passer, so you got to attempt to get a sack. You know what I mean? You got a chance to get a sack. Whereas them, them, them picks, man. You might have a quarterback throw your way five times a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the like to be able to get ten picks in a in a sixteen game season. Shit. Yeah. Like, and we and we know the game too. If you watch the game, it ain't like it ain't like he was out there catching a bunch of you know tips, overthrows, bullshit. Like he was one hand job. Yeah, he was going yeah. out there getting things against some, you know, obviously some A1 talent, but uh and we play yeah, man and covers yeah. and, zero and, and, and that's another thing I was talking. I think I was talking to somebody about it just He's as slow, far man. as uh, just as far as you know, what style of defense would I uh, would I run? I'm like, you know, a lot of my defenses, I would have my DBs being able to see the quarterback, so they can kind of react on the ball. Whereas, like you said, like a lot of times, man to man, zero coverage, shit. Sometimes you ain't, getting picks. You, you ain't getting picks. You might get some breakups. You know what I mean? Where your back is to the ball, but and you know, out there, shit, y'all run a lot of man. So to be able to get ten picks in that situation, shoot, that's that's, that's legit. If they don't give it to you, we we gonna make up a damn trophy and send it to you. Hey, already. Send it, send it right along with that book. Hey, already. <laughs> yeah, I need but, that. Yeah. Already, we got you. We got you, man. All right, so uh, the playoffs, man. The playoffs here. Obviously, we're in the divisional round now. Um, you know, moving on. You 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 guys saw you saw obviously a lot of these quarterbacks, a lot of these teams that's still in it. Josh Allen being one of them, man. That was my guy, my team, my pick going into the playoffs. They were kind of the hottest team. Uh, who you think gonna be uh you know gonna make it to that to that bowl down there in Temple? Man, um, I got the Bills going all the way, man. They got a man, they got a hell of an offense, you know, they got a solid defense also. So, you know, yeah, all three phases they good, man. You know, with that Josh Allen, Diggs, and um Brown, you know, they got some weapons over there, bro. I feel like I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I ain't lying. Who you what got on the NFC side? Oh, yeah. they, they they got it though. <laughs> you said the Saints? No, I say they got it. I say, even though they're in my conference, I ain't want to say that, but the Bills. Yeah. Got- yeah. They got that. They got that smoke right now. Who are, what about on the other side, NFC? Um, I really got, I got Green Bay. Yeah. That's yeah. the same matchup I got. Shit, yeah. I got, I got Kansas City and Green Bay. Kansas uh, City and Green Bay? Yeah. The Bills beat Kansas City now. Yeah, they did. I just um shit. Like you said, like you said, the Bills, they they rolling right now. You yeah. know, uh their offense is uh offense is rolling, even though they should have lost this past week, man. My our coach, man, they fumbled on that. But but I like I said, I got K I got KC, man. I got KC uh and I got Green Bay, regardless of you know, if it's KC or Buffalo, I think it's it's gonna be a good matchup either either way. Right. That's a fact, man. Who uh who was your who was your toughest matchups this year? I know you had a great year, but you know it's it's the league, so I know you had some tough, some tough guy. All these top dog receivers you was lined up against, man. Who was some of your tougher matchups? Um, I feel like um a guy that, that people a lot of people sleep on. I feel like um Jared Judy, bro. He gonna mm-hmm. be he gonna be yeah. soft. Like his, I feel like his speed and his route run. You know, us playing cornerback, you know, it's an art though, but. When you meet guys that's fast and can run routes, it's it's a matchup that you got that you be like, God damn, I gotta be on point. Yeah. Yeah. People think playing cornerback, um, it don't matter what guy you face. If you don't use the right technique, you can get beaten in time. Mm-hmm. So he was one of them. Um 
Keenan Allen tough also. You know, he he ain't, um he ain't got that much like like a speedster like that, but he's still yeah yeah crazy. Outrun, yeah. Um, I feel like it was them too. You know, um. Yeah, I feel like most of the guys that run routes and just got to uh, – that can get open, that's giving me a, um, a little tough battle. Wow. That one route game. Yeah, sure. We're going to jump in some of these questions, man. Um, One question right here. Your favorite interception in your career thus far? It got to be that one hand, man. The one hand, that's that just put a statement on it. Mahomes? Know? Yeah, Mahomes. Then yeah. you got to do Mahomes. Even though I had two against Tom Brady, I feel like that one hand pick set it off. Mm -hmm. Nah, that joint's tough. That shit was nice. Who asked that question? Gotta give uh It was at JM. He got zero three three oh, five six four seven seven one nine. But nah, shout out, man. Shout out to you for asking that question. Facts. Next what we got uh at Jack. Underscore N, which wide receiver talks the most shit? Um, which receiver talk the most, man? I feel like I feel like receivers don't really talk to me that much though, because I only when I'm playing, I ain't really saying much to you. And if you saying yeah. something, talking to you, but I feel like um, I feel like it was the Andre Hawkins, he was the, who I played this year that was talking the most shit though. Yeah. yeah, hop, 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 definitely be out there rapping. <laughs> I, I respect this game though. Hop, when he was in Houston, we played against him a lot, obviously in the same division. But um, every every week he was out there every down. You know what? No tapping out, what no subbing out. He out there every down. You hit him, he get back up. You gonna chirp a little bit. But yeah, I, I agree with that. wasn't what? And there ain't too many receivers who talk like Ocho. Ocho, yeah. Ocho. I, I, I wish you'd have came across him and his uh, heyday, boy. Uh, Ocho, Steve Smith. I seen Steve, Steve Smith talk bad to some boys, man. Like, <laughs> like, like, hold, like hold on, Slum. You ain't going to talk hey, to my guy like yeah. that. My rookie year, um, we played against uh, Steve Smith. And, you know, in that meeting, I, I wasn't playing. I was um, injured. So, yeah. that, they was like, man, don't try to talk. Don't talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really like that. Yeah, yeah. Smitty was like that. Smitty like that. Like that. Yeah, he was go. He was gonna back it up though. He was gonna back it up, but he played. You know, obviously he was small. I feel like Smitty had a little bit of little man syndrome. Little man syndrome. Nah, not a little bit. He had a lot of that. <laughs> but he played. He, play, he played like he was six five two fifty. I remember nah, for sure. Fact, we played against um Pat Peterson his before his first game of his rookie year. That boy got up in the team meet Saturday night. Hey. Man, I'm about to go out here and baptize this boy, man. Who the he put out there had about two hundred. Pat P ran, he ran one back 96 on us though to win the game though. So he got his get back. Yeah. yeah. I seen, seen him talk crazy to one of my teammates. Uh <laughs> I ain't gonna call his name out, but shit, we playing. And uh Steve Smith caught the route. It was like a crossing route. He running out, he turned it up on the sideline. Um, buddy came and tried to hit him on the sideline, and Steve Smith ain't moved, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he, you know, he threw the ball at the ref, looked at my looked at my man, was like, little boy. He's like, go get your daddy's big boys out. I'm like, hold on, Slim. Like, we ain't, we ain't calling nobody no little boys out here. But, um, hey, Smitty, like, different, boy. yeah, yeah, sure. We got another question from IG. Um, fans flashback. What legend cornerback would you compare your play style to? Damn, that's that's kind of hard because I, I, I pick like what, what, what different colors would they good at, man? You know, um, you know, I, I like. I like Pat Peterson. I feel like man, he'll 
he a freak at his position, and I know he, he did some great things. You know, um, Patrick Peters is one of my guys, and I also I like that. Um, I I feel like I'm leaning with Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey, Ooh. that's that's a great one. Champ, Champ kind of slept on man when they talk about the all time greats. Like I feel like he, like bro, he's top three, four ever, bro. The way he used to get that ball, like you said, like you like that's the biggest part of your game. Finally get that ball, like mm -hmm. Champ, bro. And for his height, for him to just like stop on a dime, like I used to mm -hmm. like him and Darrell Rivas, but his stopping on a dime was so crazy, bro. He did it. He did it at a high level for a long time. Oh, Most pro bowls. Yeah, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. He might have had like 15, 14. I know he, I know he made 12 Pro Bowls. And yeah. just like you, just like you, he played both ways. He played both ways in college. Played college, like Georgia, yeah, so, um, yeah. He might have had a little bit in the league, actually. But, yeah, he was. He, he was, did. He played both ways sometimes in the league. Yeah, but I, I pick and choose my cornerback. Like, I, I just learned different stuff from it. Like, I like um Richard Sherman. Um, Patrick Peterson, Darrell Rivas. Who else? I like to leave also. Yeah, mm -hmm. to leave game changer. Yeah, for sure. To leave was a game. I'm gonna ask you one non football o Owens underscore view, <laughs> J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Drake. Um, I'm a Drake man. I, I, I mess with Drake, man. Yeah, yeah, Drake. Drake is he this generation goat. <laughs> yeah, he don't, he don't miss. Uh, uh, anything he drop, he going, yeah, he don't miss. Especially yeah, out there, in, uh, out there, in H time. I know y'all rock with him out there. Yeah. Even though he he took that L against my guy from VA, Pusher though. Come on, man. Hey, hey, hey what's up? Pusher <laughs> uh, slept on though. Pusher T nice though, man. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. He 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 come with it every time, man. For sure. We got a uh, Tyler Dot Hancock Five. Why are you number twenty five? How'd you get that uh, number? I picked 25 because it was only two jerseys to pick from. It was 21 and uh, 25. So, you know, 21, they had Brent Grimes. You know, I ain't want to just – what he what he did for the Dolphins, you know, I ain't want to just put that pressure on me. I'm like, man, I'm going to build my own empire on my own. What number mm -hmm. I – you know, nah. I picking 25. Even though I didn't like it, I'm like, man, fuck it, I'm going to rock with it. It's yeah. you now. Yeah. yeah. Fact. <laughs> yeah, it's you now. It's your kids out here rocking 25 now because of you. Yeah, that's how I felt with 41. I'm like, man, this shit stank as hell. 41 is crazy. Hey. Uh, bro, he, I seen 40. I'm like, bro, he got 41 on. But when we really started, like, just seeing a lot of people with 41. With uh, I think Roger um, Roger Cromartie had it, too. So, you know, that's yeah. what me though. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of feel like you know, I kind of <laughs> set, I kind of set that off. You know what I'm saying? Like, pioneer that. like, like Lorenzo Neal had it. You know what I mean? Before, you know what I mean? Playing the fullback. Yeah. Um, and then Terrence Newman had it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what I think. T, yeah. T T New had it, but um, yeah, that for yeah, you know, like you said, if you you could get a number, um, obviously some numbers at certain position, you know, they definitely coming at your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My uh, one of our, uh, one of our boys was on here. His rookie year, he played corner. He had 49. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, hey, hey. Shout, shout out to my guy JP, but at 49 at um at corner, you might get up out of that quick because they coming at you got every to. play. Soon you get in. Yeah, no question. Yeah, you Gene Robinson at four one two. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I had some ballers with that. 
But yeah, man, you got anything else? No. You, you got anything going on off the field? You want us to pub or? Um, yeah, off the field, man. Well, off the field, I've just been like um, learning, just trying to educate myself, um, trying to invest and stuff like that. So that's been my main thing this all season because, um, you know, people in the league, they really, you know, it's, it's time consuming, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I was um, yesterday with um, Carlo Boozer and about um, a Popeye's franchise. So, you know, we, I'm trying to get to that, and, you know, tr- trying to make my money, make some money, man. Because, you know, yeah, yeah. Lead, man, it's, it's not for long. So. Not for long, yeah. A lot of guys yeah. have trouble with that transition um, from the lead to in the real world. You know, I want to make sure I nip that in the bud right now so I ain't got to worry about that and I can just find myself doing something. Nah, for sure, man. And, and um, you're doing something that I really didn't do. Um, <clears throat> I kind of started a little bit later in my career just as far, as far as focusing um after football and what I can do off the field. You know what I mean? So what I would tell you, just continue to do that. Educate yourself. Um, get you around, get around some really good people, some real good, knowledgeable people. Um, obviously, you're doing that, and um, you know this is the perfect time to do it. You know, year after year five, shit, say you play ten years in the league, and after each off season, you learn some shit. When that, when your time is is uh, is done, man, you can just have a great, smooth transition to the real world, man. So salute to what you're doing, bro. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, man. You start you starting early. You already ahead of the game, man. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm mastering your first craft. Um, you know, obviously got paid, but now it's about making that shit work for you, like you said, man. When you ain't you ain't gotta get up and sweat and make it work. So uh A B you out on a business trip right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, tap tap in with us too, man. Whatever, whatever we can do to help, man. We definitely wanna cultivate them type of relationships with people, man, because the more that's doing it, the more young kids see it. And right. they know I X X. Not only is he balling on the field, but he handling his business off the field. So that's yeah. what's up, man. Right. No. Want to take that vacation after the season, man? You know, it'd be a long season. You know, you want to take that vacation, so you can do that, man. But you gotta make sure. Oh yeah. What's your money doing, also? Because you know, you got people out there that's that's not really for you, and you know, they trying to get some stuff out you. See what they can do, but trying to benefit. But you know, you gotta make sure you have a tight circle. Clear a lot of people out. Yes, sir. For sure. Got to, man. That's a word. That's a great one to end it on, man. Pre- yeah, hey, appreciate yeah. you again, man. Man, appreciate it. Hey, I, I like what? this podcast, man. I've been thinking about starting one, man. I, I like just to be on here, just talk to other guys that play in, in the league, you know, see what they're doing, you know, and just really just speak up on stuff that's going on in this world, man. I, I like that, bro. Nah, appreciate yeah, hey, it. Do it, man. Especially, we, like like uh, AB said, we started doing things later on in our career. The earlier you do it, obviously, the bigger your name. That jersey's still on. You're gonna mm-hmm. have on every every opportunity, every door open for you. So man, start that shit, man. Yeah. I I, I definitely be tapped in and maintain your ownership. Yeah. Let nobody yeah. cut you a check and say, let me get 50%. Nah, keep nah, all your keep, IP, man. That's for everybody out there. And keep your shit. Appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. Already, bro. Appreciate you. Nah, be safe, bro. And there you have it. Another episode of the Man to Man Pod. Um, had a special guest, the man to man pause defensive player of the year, Xavier Howard. Uh, appreciate you again, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. Hell of a season. Keep growing off the field as well. Um, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend as always. Subscribe, the man to man pod. I'm Antoine Bethay, my co host, Darius Butler. Yes, sir. We out. <laughs>